Kickback, Kickback Show. Show. Kickback. I came over here. See what y'all going to Big Booty Judy graduation party. Dude? What? <laughs> With Danny Vita and Girl B. I, 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 I already know. Vibe Control by, by DJ, DJ Sith. Sith. You want to On Holly Unique Radio. <laughs> Flex effect. Wow. Bombs on it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. How y'all doing tonight? Good. Can you hear? Hello? We yeah, yeah. I'm, about to, turn, hey, I'm about to turn the mics down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get a nice level out in here. We got some new faces in here. Yeah, First yeah, off, what's up? How are y'all doing? How are y'all lovely ladies doing before we get into the new guest? Happy um post four twenty. Oh yeah. Was a week. I, yeah, that was a very eventful holiday. The I'm assuming e- everyone in here, you know, partook in the uh, festivities, you know? I didn't. Well, you know, be strong girl. It's all good. Hey Brittany, can you bring up your mic a little bit? Because we some people oh, hear you. Yeah, yeah perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah, there you okay. go. It's so low. There you go. So speaking of four twenty, you have a pretty cool four twenty. You were in Oh, I did. Yeah. I actually like just got back. I was in um LA. I took a girls trip yes, to LA for four twenty. Hey, as crazy as not good girls in LA. It was a it was a movie. Um but we had fun. Um shout out to Rove Brands, a uh, shout out to THC Design. Mm-hmm. Um I was plugged in, I did like a, a private four twenty event oh, where there was like infused ice cream. I saw that. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, it was that? real. It was really good actually. Um it was a really nice event, but I was able to network with a lot of other like podcasts yeah. and stuff like that. So we gotta take a trip. Hey yo, I'm down. Like, we definitely should take a field trip. Absolutely. And um because I said just real quick because he's the Real quick, because he's here. Ladies and gentlemen, um. You want to get into the guests right now? Yeah, yeah, just let him know. Yeah, 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 you might even hear get into his week, too. Yeah, yeah. Because I have a, you know, it's so crazy. I came in, he might be like, yo, he didn't really say shit to me, because I have <laughs> so many questions for you. And I didn't want to get it off mic, because I got so many questions for you. So we're going to give it up for DJ Blackboy, everybody, right now. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> so for those who don't know, uh, Blackboy is a <laughs> world DJ, you know, Atlanta bred, or you're from Athens, am I correct? Yeah. So we let the people know the deal about you. I, I mean, I know a little about you. Let's, you know, you're from Athens, Georgia. Yeah, from Athens, Georgia. Okay. Uh, born and raised, and uh, moved up here in 2010 from Albany State as a transfer. Okay. Just to, I was really chasing sports dreams, and then it turned into oh. back to the music dreams. Hey, I ain't mad. That happens. Uh, when did you start DJing? Uh, I started DJing like seriously in 2011. Okay, so about yeah. seven years. So is that right right when you started with like Sci High and all uh, that? I got with Sci High actually a year after I started DJing. Okay. I got the plug from a homie of mine's and uh I was actually in a lecture hall and uh I was getting a phone call. I stepped out of the class, it was like, yo, Sci High need a DJ. <laughs> Like, do you yeah. do you drop everything? Do you, yeah, you take I, that? I didn't go back to class. Yo, <laughs> I mean, that's an opportunity that many people have. Like, you understand? Like, one year in to get mm-hmm. an opportunity like that, it's pretty fucking. Yeah, crazy. it was a blessing for real. Yeah. For real. And like, it seems like you took it and ran because from there you went and did Travis Porter. Uh, you had a lengthy run with them. Yeah, I was with Travis Porter for like two years. I remember that because that's right before the Cardi days. Yeah. And then you, of course, everybody who don't know, you know, Magnolia. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this guy is the guy who's like, you know, he could be like the hype man. You could say the two man show. He's the Eric B to his rock him. Hey. Cause like when you actually see them perform, he's on the mic in a sense, like 
hyping the crowd up. He isn't just playing records like some DJs are. Yeah. So like it is like a complete stage show. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I've been able, I've been following y'all around uh, as y'all travel to Europe and all that, and it's uh-huh. kind of, y'all killing it. No, appreciate it. y'all. No problem, man. Because I I know I remember like I was telling Shakira like. I saw a Cardi star overseas like a year or two ago, and I was yeah. like, I think he needs to go get the bag. Go yeah. get the bag. Oh, the Europeans love and, him. Yeah, dog. And I was just like, it was just so crazy because, like, to them, he's like, yeah, you know, you were there, you yeah. saw everything. And yeah. and this that was your first time in Europe, yeah. Uh, our first time in Europe was earlier. I think it was after that Gucci tour we had. We had a Gucci tour last year with Dreezy, and uh, after hey. that we picked up the um, we picked up the European tour. It was yeah. like a mini tour though. It wasn't too big. So yeah. that's. I'm sorry to cut you off. I got questions. I'm, I'm Go got so many DJ oh, no. Grand nerd yeah. questions. Oh, he, you gonna kick it with us? Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. We are gonna yeah. talk yeah. to you. Yeah. 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 So yeah. he's gonna now. We gave a little introduction. He's gonna kind of kick shit with us. Yeah. You know, because like a kickback session. You know, like, he's here. We here. You know, yeah. I know you got some topics. I see you got a lot of highlighter on that page over there. You know, yeah. I always <laughs> come with the randoms, the right. just the stuff that's going on. So speaking of the stuff that's going on, thought this was a. Yo, what's up with your boy Adrian Broner, though? Yo, so oh I kind of got ignorant. with that. What happened now? So, first off, I don't know. <laughs> Second, I don't know. But he's been very vocal. And um, and you can speak on this because I know you, you're on Instagram. You know, what's up? How you doing? Um, well, how, so, he's been very, like, vocal. He, I think he has a fight or had a fight just recently. Um, but he made a comment, I think, after the fight about he would beat you like Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King Jr. Whoa, I did not hear that one. Okay. I thought y'all were going to touch us to something else. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> that, that's it. Like, he's, he's oh, lost it. Shit. So, you know, the history of, in the history of boxing and mm-hmm. any sport, well, more so boxing, though, you know, you have two opponents and they're talking trash to each other. Mm-hmm. It can get really dark. It can get really horrible. But... You know, there's like a level of ignorance and then there's like surpassing that Mm -hmm. level of ignorance. Mm -hmm. And I think Adrian Bronner is the, the, the level above how can this nigga be so ignorant? He's like, he's above that. That's crazy because we grew, we lived through Tyson era, nigga saying like, I want to eat your children. This is true. I will eat your children is not. I mean, cannibalism. We build a nigga, eat it off. Wait, though, cannibalism <laughs> is bad. But. <laughs> That's terrible. You just love my. Adrian, we don't even like Adrian Bronner. Like, honestly, nobody is like. I don't think Adrian oh, Bronner likes Adrian Bronner. He does it, and it shows in every freaking interview he has. And you know what? That, I, that's, I can't really say too much about him, but who we can talk about, because that is a good segue. Kanye. Kanye, another, man who another love himself in the sauce. You know, I'm I'm not even shocked because I've been trying to tell y'all niggas I love Kanye just like the next man. But after Jesus, it was like a okay, downhill. Spiral. It wasn't even like the music was bad. It was just like I saw him. He was on some other shit to where music isn't his main priority. I, you know, I have you know, a so question like, for DJ Black Boy because he is around these people. All right. What do you think? <laughs> As a black man in the industry, yeah, what do you have to say about Kanye? Like, what do you think about mm-hmm. what Kanye's saying? I don't know if you know. Okay, now I know so you're a fan, so I'm a fan too, yeah. though. Like yeah. a diehard every con- like Kanye fan, but <laughs> it's just first of all, you don't co-sign when a woman, a black woman, sits there and basically says, actually said out her mouth, like. 
Oh, I, w- I wish black people would basically get over slavery because the, the shit Oh, before you even get there. Hold up. Before you even get there, cause explain it, cause for those of the people don't know about that part. Real quick, Go sis. Ahead. No. Cause I, I want them to answer your question. Okay. How do you feel about Kanye and his, um, I guess portrayal in social media? If you, uh, I feel like honestly, for real, for a true fan ain't gonna feel no tight. Cause if you've known Kanye since day one, he's always been He's been OD vocal. Yeah. To the point Beyond. where he's a little, a little he's crazy. Like you know what I'm saying? George Bush, the yeah. White yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, but at the end of, don't great. fucking go in 2018 to, and be the fucking black person who doesn't like black people. Like, Is don't be George Bush. The best way I can put it is Kanye's always, this is the best way I can put it. Kanye's always put himself up there with God since Kanye's been Kanye. I mean, in a sense, is that back to our first show, you know, Ryan said we're all gods, you know, but, uh, he's like the five percenters, I think, that they speak of. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. I think he Ye considers himself. Not- I don't think Ye has knowledge. Like, Absolutely. He's not- really? He's a little younger than that generation. First of all, come on. He did. Like, that's my If he did, Jay Z would be fucking with him right now. And he's not. But, though. I mean, oh, so you think that interview was fake? When he was just like, that's my brother, we go through shit, blah, 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 you know, da, da, da. You I know? get that, but I'm not saying that he don't completely fuck with him, but what I'm saying is his views, he ain't really fucking with. And I can see, I was really like, damn, Jay being hard on Kanye, like, and he's really not. I honestly this think Jay is- looks at it like, yo, that's still my man. But yo, he's little, he's wilding right now. Like, everybody got a friend that's exactly. yeah, he's probably got that homer that ain't broke. You, 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 it's a lot of homers on, really. Yeah, yeah, it's like you, my nigga, but like, some other shit. Uh, not right now, you know what I'm saying? But you also have to be honest about the fact that, you know, because these are your friends, you have to let them know that you're doing crazy shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think Kanye's just, I'm interested to hear the music. At the end of the day, I think that's all I really care about. I don't care about the shenanigans. I know he's recording some crazy. Fucking mountaintop. Yeah. It's have hot music. Yeah. I'm excited for the Cuddy album. I don't think Kanye's gonna drop a solo album. Yes, I with the seven songs. Gonna, I think it's just gonna be a Cuddy, him and Cuddy project. Yeah. You don't believe yeah. it? Yeah. It's I gonna mean, be a mostly Cuddy and kind of yeah, Kanye. Yeah, like, yo, at, at the end of the day, man, we all know that Ye kind of like, he gets a, uh, an energy for each album. With Yeezus, he had Travis Scott. You know what I'm saying? Cuddy had like 808s and there's uh, people that kind of help him in a sense with albums. This. Saha even like, you know, I'm sure you can't say crazy shit like that. But, like, <laughs> like, even Saha is to this day still helping him with albums. Yeah. So, like, but this is the album, you know, he went away to the mountains and had Drake fly in and yeah, work that's on. Cool, man. That's cool. I, I just, music, <laughs> at the end of the day, as a Kanye fan, I want him to, he, oh, he tweeted and laughed about being in the sunken place today, by the See, way. See, that's what I'm saying. You don't play about shit I'm like that. just like, come on. Get the fuck, he's blue, blonde hair. Kanye, really? Really, nigga? Hey, really? You got articles about his wife letting people know about her crispy cornbread recipe. You so I'm kind of done with them. You still nigga. a nigga. Speaking <laughs> of still a nigga, from one, ex- from one extreme to the other. Yes. J. Cole's album came out. All right. All right. So, Round table. Let's yes. go. This nigga comes, so Kanye from the one end of the spectrum to Cole's like, yo, I don't even want this fame shit. So how do y'all feel about the album? Y'all, have y'all anyone had a chance to listen to the album yet thus far? Uh, you, the, as the, D, the DJ? I've, I've listened to it. I listened to it like two or three times. Yeah, I've listened to it a few times. Um, um I like it. I think it's cool. I, I, mean, I feel like it's very conscious, which I feel like that's what we need right now. No, I mean, I like it. All right. But. I'm going to stop dancing around the shit. Go ahead. You niggas made the same album for three albums in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it with you. Yeah. 
this, it's been like four sale for your eyes in this album. That kind of has the same sentiment for the last three albums. They're all just like bad versions of each other, kind of in a sense. Like, wow. You know, like, not, I, I think four sales being the best. For your eyes, I didn't really like that. This yeah, is I didn't cool. really. I, like this I think it starts slow. Um, but when you get to like ATM, motivate, uh, I like that. I like friends. I, I mean, I like the good half of the album. I just think like, it's just kind of like just a drag listening to it, you know, like, Go ahead. it's like exhausting to listen <laughs> to the album. I don't know if y'all feel the same way. Like, I just can't <laughs> listen to J. Cole anymore because he references his feet a lot in songs and I can't <laughs> fuck with that. You got a thing against feet. That's the funniest. I just, I, <laughs> because you, you everyone knows he's, he's said something about his feet too many times and I'm like, ew, that's disgusting I mean, and I don't want to you know. talk about it. He has a apparent foot fetish. I hate his fans. His fans make it worse. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Yeah, that's true. I've I've been listening to Cole since the warm-up to come up, Friday Night Lights. I can tell you my favorite Cole verses. But, like, when the shit, just like, dog, when you rap about getting famous, and then once you get famous, you're like, I don't want this shit. I'm like, nigga, all right, you want to switch spots with me? You want to go to my retail job and I go to rap? Because, like, bro, like, life's hard, but it's like, dog, at the end of the day, you're still a millionaire, my nigga, like, for doing some shit that you love. Like, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like when I listen to it as a civilian, you're like... So, okay. Okay. So this is my question, right? Because these people rap around, uh, or not these people, but they rap about, oh, I don't really want this, and I'm really, but your ass ain't stopped taking shows, right? Show you ain't going money. to seclusion, yeah. like he's made enough to where he could step away. I'm sure. Exactly. Like, so that's my thing. Like I just think it's all bullshit. It's I all think this is his last album. I think he's done. Mm. I don't I, think so. Granted, this album wasn't so. He's gonna do a, a tour for sure, but I think I think this is it. No, I think I think him having such a cult fan base, it will garner him the to tour and make albums for a long time. He, really? He has he has hardcore fans. No, man, he like, has real fans. Like, no, I believe- fans <laughs> that will, like they'll go see him. Like real, like at a he, one thousand person venue. No, he has like, Wiz Khalifa fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. People love Wiz Khalifa. It's funny. He I feel like Wiz fans are kind of like just like. They're Wiz rap fans and they're just like party fans, like weed heads, like. Well, he about to have uh, he MMA fans everything. now. He does like MMA fights. Yeah, that's so funny. I'm Yo, <laughs> he got them hits. Them hits and them kicks. He's so that. tiny. He's so tiny. Like, either He's, way. How, how do y'all feel about that? How about, about Wiz, you know, getting into the, all the MMA and the fitness and all that, you know? Get the coin. I mean, that UFC has money. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm like, sure if he wants to get into UFC it, back, yeah. yeah, he'll get like an endorsement, you know, he'll do. The UFC's struggling to enough to where they'll so, get him back. Right. <laughs> oh, especially with McGregor. Let's, dun, get, some, dun, let's get a new demographic dun. in, you know, Wiz Khalifa. Let's get the tall, skinny great, black guy. You know, 18 to 35. You know. <laughs> I don't know, guys. What I'm really thinking is, do that shit as a hobby. Like, people take this really, there are people that are really taking this shit seriously. Like, come on. I mean, I'm sure you're probably thinking you're taking it seriously, but, or are you just doing this shit for a coin? I just want to know. I don't know. I think he's actually doing it for like the fitness aspect. That shit is fun when you're doing it like, it looks wild, crazy, and (laughs) you ain't look on camera, but when you're doing it, it's like a crazy, like, it's like hooping or lifting or playing, whatever your vice is in sports, you know. But how do we tear people down for, oh, he said he would. Man, this basketball player say he want to be a rapper now. Like, everybody's fucking rapping, and we still give them shit for that. I mean, Lonzo Ball actually wasn't too bad. I things. ain't going to hate on young man. No, I'm I actually love the Ball family. I don't know. I mean, Kobe <laughs> didn't do so well. 
I think the no. best rapper was maybe either like Shaq. No, Shaq sold the most for sure. Shaq was he sold more rap records than a lot of rappers. No, I'm saying Shaq out there. Um, I like Damian Lillard. He oh. rap actually really well for a basketball player. What's up? I want y'all to know that Uh-oh. since we're on Shaq, Uh-oh. first of all, He's the coolest guy I've ever met in person. Okay. Then on top of that, he has been with my girl. <laughs> The humanitarian. <laughs> the humanitarian. Victoria Beckham, aka Posh Spice. Like, she I is his is new going. best friend, and he <laughs> he's her new best Girl friend. Shit. And they have their families around each other. No, she actually brought the Shaq brand back. You know, people used to get teased about wearing Shaq. Yo, but those were and some guess very what? Victoria Beckham has shoes. Shaq's merch See, with a, Shaq. There's an interesting Shaq about his Shaq line because he had the whole Shaq Reebok line, mm-hmm. and he had Shaq Kmart. So it's like you know, it depends on what was the Shaq Gnosis? What brand? What was, was that? Oh my god! Hey, campaign. don't go hard. I want. I still want a pair. Shout Low out, key. Shout out to Kazam. I do for the culture. Okay, so we're going to get into some more. What else you got on that paper over there? I mean, shit, a lot. Like, oh, shout out to Kendrick Lamar um, for oh. winning a Pulitzer Prize. I mean, I said that right, right? Oh, uh, yeah, Pulitzer, Pulitzer yep. Prize. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and that's like he's the first rapper, and it's the first album to be a non-classical or jazz work to mm. win that award. I am so freaking proud Oh, you of love Kendrick him. Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> be in his bag. Uh-oh. Honey, I am Uh-oh. here for you. I'm here for your award. I was... Standing up and clapping my hands in my bedroom by myself when it was announced that you won a Pulitzer for your work. I'm so proud of you. You this is beautiful recording? black man. It is recording. I want people to no, know. No, it's like you're recording them directly. <laughs> and what, what I will say, though, on, like, on a serious note, that is an amazing thing. Yeah. Um, I think even Tipping Butterfly could have wanted something like that. because Oh, yeah. I agree. I think, like, people kind of hated on it when it came out because... Uh, but like, I think it was an incredible album. Do you feel like it was better than Damn? Yes. They're all in their own. I can't. Comp- they're not. One is not better than the other. Black, but what you think about uh, Kendrick's discography? Yeah, that's what you're saying. Like to pinpoint. Yeah, Damn. you can't put them all in the same category yeah. because it's like he always reaches a different artistic level. Compare just like how you can't really compare every Kanye album mm-hmm. to each one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like periods. It's breaking my heart. Every time somebody mentions Kanye, my heart is broken. My favorite album is still Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy for Kanye, though. I'm just saying. That's your favorite album? I mean, College Dropout is like the the standard. So, that was. But but y'all know what? I'm sorry. I do think. Okay. Yeah. I I do think. I hold that. It's top two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's top two. But I'm going to be honest with y'all. This is so fucked up. Y'all about to kick me out of okay. here. <laughs> I think my favorite is going to fuck y'all up too. But you go ahead. Oh, let's do it. My favorite Kanye album is definitely Jesus. This okay. is so okay. bad. Oh, okay. Okay. But, no, but, 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 but. I will say it's tied to a specific, like, it's mm. sentimental to it's me. Mental, yeah. It's and period. the time period yeah. was just sentimental to me. But if I had to say fuck all that time period shit, Graduation was amazing to me. Like it just, it's yeah. something that I play damn near every day. Like waking up, like, <laughs> doom, 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 ch- then you know, shit yeah. is about to go I good for like the rest of the I day. There's a lot of good songs. I personally like the 808s and Heartbreaks album. A lot of people, oh uh, like, yeah, what? but yeah. like dog, like especially on the right before it came out, a lot of the early leaks of like some of the songs. Like, yeah, Welcome to Heartbreak was a little bit different. The drums before dun, it dropped, dun, and like the, dun, I think the, the leaked version of Welcome to Heartbreak had better drums. I don't. And it just, I don't know, I think that Kanye also birthed a lot of, 
a lot of this the genre. Or, he like opened the door to what uh, we hear nowadays. I just okay. feel like hold on, let's mm-hmm. hold on and back up a second. Okay, all right, let's go. <laughs> because the person behind that album that you love so it's much, Cutter. Yes. Okay, Scott so give my man yes, Mr. his. <laughs> because he birthed this shit. Like, if we gonna be real yeah. about it, it wasn't no fucking Kanye. It was definitely Kid Cudi. And at the end of the day, who signed Kid Cudi? A track. That's my DJ. I know. Go ahead. Right but he don't really. <laughs> yeah. He. Anyway. Did Man. you? No. What was your? No. What was? I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can't leave. He's in this topic. Yo, what's your? It's uh, just yeah. So what's hard. your favorite album? Yeah. Um, like what? My favorite oh. Kanye album is. uh Definitely the college dropout because mm-hmm. my favorite Kanye song I've ever heard, nothing's nothing's better than Through the Wire. Yeah. You have to yeah. you have to think about the feeling you had when you what first heard that song. That's right. I was fucking writing yeah, down before we knew. <laughs> I was at Georgia yeah. State working at the Red. I remember watching it on Rap City, the video came on and yeah. like and I was like, Yo, this MTV Jams when I saw yeah, it. Yeah. It yeah. On, uh, sample and I was like, this shit's hard. Uh, I have to go in because as a kid, right, you know, you have your favorite artists and it's people that you just like their music. Like Destiny's Child was bomb, but they fell off after a while. No, wait, though. This is is my love. I'm expressing my love for Kanye because I've been going hard on him the whole day. But I have never in my life stand for an artist the way that I like go hard for Kanye and every album and every artistic thing that he does. I will never forget hearing fucking through the wire, riding down Memorial Drive. Like I will never forget this shit. And I was like, who the fuck is that? And I ran home. That shit was on the fucking radio. Do y'all not know? It was that time I went and got me a tape from my grandmama's house and I, after my fucking taping, I waited for seven o'clock for them to fucking get on the radio and uh, I knew they was about to play that shit and I recorded a whole fucking two hours of radio waiting for Through the Wire to, that, to come to that That's crazy. I feel like we're all old enough to have the record. Yeah. Through yeah. the Wire was a very nostalgic time. Yeah. yeah. Like, nothing's, I mean, of course he's dropped great shit since, you know, mm-hmm. he's been out, but I don't feel, I feel like the greatness of music comes from how you feel from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because in order for something to be invisible, you can't see music, but you can feel it. You know what I'm saying? It can change your emotion. 100%. That's powerful. So yeah. the feeling that I felt when I was like, what? Who is this? Mm-hmm. Who is this? <laughs> At that I'm time, you. we was hearing a bunch of shit that wasn't really worth anything. But it was like, who the fuck is this? And then we also knew, honestly, Kanye and Just Blaze were the saviors of Rockefeller. Mm. Because remember Kanye, mm-hmm. uh, Jay Z didn't want to fuck with he dog. Did oh, no, he, he did not. He did not. He said, "I'd rather deal with two producers that never uh-huh. get no no limelight as opposed to this." And then Kanye took that and turned it into some major shit. So through the wire. But his best album, artistically, his best album is Late Registration. Mm. Yo, ah, uh, Shakira in the corner. Get with it. The album is master. Nothing's it's ma- more artistic. That would put him in yeah. debt. Listen, I that would put him in debt. Listen to that album with headphones on, everybody. There? That shit is beautiful music. Like, it's amazing. On my laptop, I need to get my laptop fixed. By the way, if you fix laptops, <laughs> MacBooks, let me know. Oh, but, the plug. <laughs> oh you wait, you can see the plug. There, there's this album. Um, not really an album. It's the mixtapes behind. 
late registration and his samples from his samples from late registration, college dropout, and most of the music that he made like back in the back oh, back um, in the day. And I have it on it's my like early laptop. registration, right? No, it's no, with like it wow, was, whack niggas. Um, no, it wasn't called. No, it's literally all the old school samples that Kanye used, and he's oh, like oh, talking oh, over them, oh. letting you know like why oh, he his inspiration made oh, it and why he did this. It's floating around on the internet. Internet. See, I, love that whole, I, I miss the old Kanye. Shout out to the whole mixtape <laughs> of like um, you get an album and like different producers would recreate the album. They re like like the Jay Z album. There was like the the Danger Mouse version, the fucking Ninth Wonder version. That shit doesn't happen anymore. Like, our yeah. album producers are huh. remaking albums and shit. So. You know why? Because they're doing mixtapes. But we can, oh. I, mm. It's actually mixed by your boy A-Track. It's called The Soul Mix Show. And, yeah, oh, wow. it's on my yeah. phone, but I have to get it off my computer. So, yeah, Kanye Soul Mix Show. Look for it. You know, I thought we was having a conversation at work uh, so about mixtapes. I know you was actually interested in asking him just as far as. Um, oh, yeah, we're about to get back yeah, to Yeah, let's, yes, let's yes. go there. Yeah, 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 because I don't want to stray. You know, it's the kickback. That's we go great, back and I'm forth. I'm actually as happy you brought that up. So, I know you're still heavy in the mixtape game. Like, you're one of the few. DJs that I know, like, in the Atlanta scene that's really doing mixtapes still, that's, like, because everyone's doing, like, clubs and bars and shit. Like, you still have, like, Scream, Swamp Izzo, and people like yeah. that. But, like, you still manage to put mixtapes out even while on the road. Yeah. Like, what what is the motivation behind that? Is it still, like, a market for mixtapes? Or is like, do you just do it for the love of breaking new artists? I love, I love breaking new artists. Yeah. And I feel like it's only, you know... Everybody's so quick to call themselves a DJ, but they're not willing to put in the work of a mm-hmm. DJ. Like, I'm on the road. I'm still dropping a mixtape, and I'm still trying to book myself for shows when I'm not here, dropping mixes. I don't want to stray away from what made me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like that hard work of constantly having to put all that stuff out. Because I, at first, I wanted to dominate every market. Yeah. But then I realized I had to be a part of every market if you want to contribute to the culture. That's a great question. So now I'm asking, like, when you started DJing, what did you want to become? Like, I know me, I wanted to be the best scratch DJ. I didn't even think about yeah. doing shows. I wanted to be like Q-Bert meets Master Mike. What did you yeah. want to do? Like, did you want to, like... I ain't going to flex. I wanted to make enough money to pay my rent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to that. That's real. That's real. That's real. But then over time I realized it was a deeper art to it. I just love music so much, and I saw how it can make people move, and I like that feeling of being able to pick the right song, and everybody like, hey, that nigga fire. Yo, I tell people that. like, It's like you could be sober in a booth, but making people yeah. dance, it's yeah. like the best feeling ever. Like yeah. seeing smiles on people's faces and shit, girls dancing, people sweating. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm facilitating this joy yeah. for you. It's like a yeah. crazy, like, it's it's crazy. I'm telling you, ask any DJ, that shit's like a yeah. drug. And I feel like, you know, you get a certain type of respect. You mm-hmm. don't even have to say a word. Yeah. Based off of the, you play a song that not every DJ play. People respect you based off of your song selection. Yeah, I know. Because I, I remember, like, when I was, when I first started playing on the, at the department store in Edgewood. Hey, department store. Like, Baby D. Yeah. And fucking, um, like, all that old shit, like, uh, um, Southern Bread shit. Like yeah, that. you can play anything. And niggas yeah. would be like, oh, shit, I haven't heard yeah. this in, like, 15 years. Yeah. And like, I feel like that kind of earned me respect with, like, a lot yeah. of the crowd. Because they'd be like, oh, he knows the old Atlanta shit. Yeah. Like, he's not really, look like, he doesn't look like he's from Atlanta. Mm. But he knows the Atlanta shit. So, yeah. it's you know, you got to do your homework as a DJ, you know. Yeah. You have to be a universal person. Mm. Um, yeah. No, you got no, any questions, not. Brittany? Yes, you got I any have questions a question for him. Because, you know, you're from good old Athens, Georgia. Hey. I'm from Georgia. Yeah. And I want to know, like, how do you keep yourself mentally grounded? Like, you know that you're seeing the world and you're going to all of these different places and meeting all these new people. But I want to know, like, 
how do you take yourself mentally like back to Athens and back to your good times and back to your family? Like, you know, what what keeps you grounded when you're out there on the road? Uh actually my little sister, she texts me. My mm-hmm. baby sister, she's like six. Oh, she texts me still, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, it just makes me feel like, okay, I miss home. Mm-hmm. My family, they call me. My friends, I talk to them. And just having a, a strong spiritual foundation mm-hmm. is what keeps you grounded. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you really came into whatever you're doing, a lot of people come into the industry to get, you know, fame and money and stuff like that. And just, and I feel like one problem nowadays is that so many people are just so ready to shit on shit on people that played them mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. when they get on, they be like, I'm finna lose myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And show these niggas that mm-hmm. this is what I'm supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. So they're willing to do crazy shit, mm-hmm. do anything it takes to impress people around them, whether it be completely ridiculing one of their day one friends mm-hmm. or to when they just throwing a lot of money they know they need to save for mm-hmm. you know, a future situation. You get what I'm saying? See, like that's amazing to see how you're so grounded because like if you follow social media, he's in countries traveling, seeing the world. It's easy to get swept up in the whole like, nigga, I'm a DJ. Fuck y'all niggas, but like, yeah. the day you were, re- we're all regular people. Like, yeah. and like, I think that having that mentality will continue to get you more success mm-hmm. because like, people will want to hang out with you and want to talk with yeah. you. Like, oh, he's a cool dude. He ain't yeah. like some bougie nigga that thinks he's bigger than the, the world, you know. Yeah. And I think what people appreciate too is like, um, I mean, you're, you're humble, and uh, and it's interesting because you know you have these these stories where like it's the really good like trips the really good shows like this was good but then you have those stories where oh some shit wasn't didn't go right or i may not got that money you know can you you know you have like a frozen laptop or something yeah like did you you have that but it was just like you know what i'm not even gonna not even gonna sweat it we'll narrow down to one question what was like the worst bad show experience man the worst bad show experience is when Nas had came out in London mm-hmm. and Skepta had came out. It was a big fucking deal. It was, uh, <laughs> yo, it was I'm a so, big Rob fan. It, it was, was so Skepta. packed uh-huh. that they had to get it a two day mm-hmm. because it sold out so fast the first day. Mm-hmm. The first day went perfectly, like perfect. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have been any better. That second day, my laptop had just went through it mm-hmm. and the hard drive had crashed during the performance. Oh, and uh, yes. shit's just fucking up. And uh it was a real bad situation. Mm-hmm. But one thing I like to say I commend for Cardi is that uh since the first time something fucked up, Cardi said, I'm not finna sit up here and try to build chemistry with another DJ. Yeah. He said we might have fallouts on fuck ups or whatever, but we also have ninety nine point nine 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 percent great shows. So That's it's one like- of those situations where it's like don't even trip on it. You know, shit happens. And he's starting to realize it now. Like, he always tells me that um, whenever something does happen on stage, mm-hmm. he said, I know it wasn't black. I know black didn't fuck up. That's what's up. That's tight to have your artists have your back like that because yeah. sometimes niggas will be like, yo, they make clown a DJ on stage. Yeah. Like, who the fuck this nigga's doing? It's yeah. like, you you start feeling like you're getting smaller and smaller in the booth. You're yeah. like, this, I'm sweating. Yeah. She gets crazy. But to have someone have your back, it's like, all right, cool. We're going to make this show work. Yeah. Whether we have, like, auxiliary, we're going to play just some exactly. tracks off the phone. <laughs> yeah. You know, with the rapping on the songs. But, like, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Damn. That's loyalty. That's- For real. Cardi seems like a cool dude, though, man. Like, I mean, he's he's a young boy. Hey, that's he's outside. He's got his head mad. on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he's really, yeah. really mad grounded. Yeah, yeah, Like, for real, for real. You know, beyond the superstar status, mm-hmm. he's a really grounded person. Like, just being able, like, always base uh, um, artists, 
character based off how they treat their fans. It's easy mm-hmm. to be like, fuck them niggas. I don't give yeah. a fuck if they don't see me tonight or not. Mm-hmm. It's been a, so many times where like something may not have went the way it was supposed to. He always made sure he reached out. He was like, man, every time, Cardi said, man, my, my fans though. Mm-hmm. It's never been a time where he said, fuck it. If something happens, he's like, bro, I can't do that to my fans. If he keeps that mentality, it's going to go yeah. forever. Yeah. And like, I, I, like, I remember one time, I, the one time I did meet Cardi, like in Mean Street, it was like a gang of niggas in the studio. He was like, said, what's up to everybody? Yeah. And now it's like, niggas don't do that. They'll just be like, yo, what's yeah. up? I'm out of here. But for him to be like, oh, what's up? What's up? It was like, that's a little, he has like a different type of character about that. Yeah. So that one mm-hmm. thing that stood out to me about him, and for you saying that kind of builds yeah. on that, you know, yeah. so. Damn, man, more success to Cardi and you guys. Y'all gonna keep killing it. Yeah. But, like, we did, like, we ended off earlier. We did have some new people in the, sp- in the place. Uh, yes, so um, get- I definitely want to shout some people out. Wait, welcome back, Block. Uh, cause he's been missing. Hey, hey, welcome back, Block. Hey. hey. Yeah, um, this guy been, uh, going, he's gonna check, uh, but he's, uh, was doing security for Black Youngster. So I said, get, <laughs> get your money, boo. Exactly. <laughs> get, get your money. Now he's, um, in here with us. We also got Sterling. You like my photos in here. We actually just shot a dance video in the space. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I don't want to, I'm gonna tell y'all, but I'm not gonna tell people out there because it may be a hater. So That's what's how to, so you don't wanna say it on that. Exactly. And so, right. But I got, I feel good about it. We actually just did some really, really good work. Okay. So, um, yeah. That's what's up. Um, we got, hey, my homie Shakir is in the building. Hi, you know what I'm saying? He bought a bottle. Blessings. Thank you. Yeah, matter of fact, we got any cups or anything like that? Or no? You know, we might need to get some more cups. Well, that might be an empty cup. Matter of fact, let me use it right here. All right, there it is. Hey, hey, um, hey, block, we were shouting you out. We were saying yeah, welcome back. You know, you was on the road getting your money. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with it. What you, what you trying to get? Pull up, pull yeah, up. Let me get, uh, let me get the, uh, uh we the still got Black Boy in the building. Yes, yes. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah. He's yeah. been, um, chilling with us, talking about his, uh, exciting life as the yeah. DJ. Yeah, and actually, you just got back in town, am I right? We yeah. all, we all in Indiana or something we like that. We went to, uh, Indianapolis and, uh, also went to, um, Washington State. No, my God, I so want to were go these there. like so college spring events or something like that? Yeah, like okay. spring, spring break. How, spring, how, not spring break, but spring events. How was a college party with Cardi versus a festival? His festivals are more raw Cardi, like <laughs> fans. Yeah. I mean, the college fans are cool, but you know, when you have like regular Cardi fans coming to a show, you should expect more mosh pits, mm-hmm. not less, you know. I've seen like girls come to the shows in like heels and stuff, and I'm like, you can't. That's do fucking crazy. This is retarded. Go to a concert in heels. Yeah. Now is that here or is that like in it Europe? It's been all over. Oh man, the bitches will show up. They yeah. do. Have no yeah, they try, they you know, they're trying to catch a plug. You know what I'm saying? They like, yo, Cardi, hey. Now you know, and you shared it. I, you told me some things, but um, you said that uh, we was talking last week, and we was talking about like groupies, Tristan. You know, oh, okay. the whole thing. So we doubling back on that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were since saying how women will go the extra mile to even get with the entourage. Yeah. Have you seen like the craziest story? You can speak on it. Oh, I'm sure I've them. seen crazy situations. Yeah. Not even just from being around Cardi. I mean. Oh, know, Travis Porter. Travis Porter. That was a very <laughs> crazy situation all the time. And yeah. You just, you get to see firsthand like what people are willing to do just to get into a certain situation or whatever. But most of the time, you know, security keeps them away because, like, nobody wants a case. Yeah. Nobody wants a case. Speaking of, like, group 
Pisces. I was reading LL Cool J's autobiography. Oh, God. <laughs> it was okay. so great. No, it's actually Queens. good, y'all. Like, but he's talking about his groupies. Can y'all imagine fucking like 130 people a night? No, nah, that's not possible, bro. That nigga, yeah. <laughs> yeah, every guy in this room looked at each other like, no, it's sarcasm. Nigga. The, the 130 is me like upping it. Of course he didn't okay. fuck that man. Cause we all are No man has that like, stamina. But no, like, Crazy. But no, he he fucked like ten bitches a night. Okay, I mean, How? I ain't mad at that. Yo, he's yo. So I was, yeah, I was living was in New York at the time of LL Cool J. Like LL Cool J, my sisters was like his time, <laughs> and they would tell me stories about him. Like yo, they used to went to August Martin High School, and he would like come out drive with his sob with the yes. gold BBSs. The shit he rapped about, he really did. Like yes. picking up chicks at school, really did. at the bus stop and shit. And it was like a aura about him, like oh shit, that's Todd right there. Da 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 da. Because he was Todd, and then he turned into cool Ella Cool J. And it's just like it's it's just gonna man. be certain artists. It's just it's always gonna be like that, and they always gonna get your women. We was talking about oh, Joe, yeah. I think too. Oh, Joe is meant to get your girl. Number one, he's been that way for years. I remember my mama was listening to all the things your man won't do on tape on repeat. I Y'all, said, damn, I, what you going through? I don't know if I'm at that stage now, but I definitely Uh-oh. listen to song? that song more. Than- oh shit. <laughs> Hey, that, that shit's fire though. Joe, hey, yo, Joe was ahead of the game. Joe hey, I ain't mad at Joe, man. I'm, I'm, I feel like you, you actually, you play at an RB party, if I'm, am I correct? Yeah. That's full circle. I can't be out. So, oh. I like Cafe Circle, right? Yeah. So, oh, there's not God. many places. So, a lot of people in Atlanta know of an RB party. I, don't, I dare to say that your RB party was the first RB party. Oh, that was like bigger than like, cause I know they have the groove now. Yeah. But that, your party predates groove, am I correct? Yeah, uh, R&B dinner party been going on for longer than I've been working with them. Oh, okay, I didn't so, know yeah, that. So yeah, they've been, they've been going on for, they was like the first. Yeah. To really push that. How'd you, idea. how'd you get onto that party? Yeah. I was actually, <laughs> this was like a couple of years ago. Oh man, my memory is so faint on it, but uh. Goddamn drugs. I got linked up. <laughs> I got linked up with a situation to uh DJ uh, uh performance for Trevor Jackson. Oh, okay. What is his what? Name? Yeah. Yeah, Trevor Jackson. The dude in Grownish. Yeah. Yeah. And then um I met my homeboy Lyric. And <laughs> I was like, Hey man, you a dope ass DJ. You finna start DJing for me from now on. Hey. And I've been wow. DJing well ever since. That was like a couple years ago. Yo. Y'all niggas don't understand the craziness of the <laughs> stories he's telling. Like, yo, like I played a set, I killed that shit. Niggas like, yo, you fly, you playing, we coming with me from now. Yeah. Like the chances that happening for DJs is very slim. Like that's yeah. a, like he he's this some lucky shit. Like it's crazy. <laughs> now I know you got your pet peeves, and I'm sure the number one is request. Oh, <laughs> let's. Yes, I want to get into this. You, yes, go ahead. So you got some like you play clubs. Like, what's your most hated thing? Like the management saying, no, you can't play this and play that. Request, request suck. We all know. Man, I have, suck. I have mad pet peeves. Like, you're not gonna tell Picasso how to make a masterpiece. So don't come up here telling me to do this, yeah. do that, and the third. You throwing me off. It's all about the energy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause if like you throwing my vibe off, mm-hmm. you finna fuck up my mix. Mm-hmm. Cause like when you're like, I gotta listen to you, and like I can't pay attention to what's coming next, as sharp as I would have. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not giving you the best experience that you could have gotten. Exactly. And that's man, I understand with that. Um, some other questions. What do, you, do you prefer vinyl over CDJ or 
Uh, I see tour a lot with CDJ though. Yeah, yeah I mean, universally, CDJ is the best way to go. You don't have to worry about the uh, needles and upkeep of mm-hmm. you know vinyls and everything. You have to make sure your records don't you know mm-hmm. warp and make sure your needles don't break and stay clean and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I mean, as opposed with the CDJ, it's more of a it's more of a traditional feel, okay. you know, as far as the platter is concerned. But another DJ nerd question: Are you a tractor guy or Serato guy? Serato. Really. Did you ever try Serato? Never tractor? tried Tractor before. Okay. Tractor was cool. I tried it yeah. back in the day. It was like, it was, it demanded a lot of your computer though. So like, it kind of caused a lot of yeah. glitching and shit. I'm done with my questions for now. I don't want to know this shit. I can keep <laughs> No, it's, this is good. Yeah. Cause there are those that are like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm enlightened. Yeah, I'm sure like, I, I know you got a lot of people on your page being like, yo, I want to yeah. learn how to DJ and things yeah, like that. Man. Like, you taught yourself. I'm like, you taught yourself. Did you have I an OG? Myself. An OG to show you Didn't have an OG. Like Didn't have an OG at all. That's crazy. Uh, and. That doesn't ruffle feathers because people know yeah. I taught myself. It's tough. I've asked people, mm-hmm. but you know, you know, I feel like at that point I felt like all oh, that nigga hating, he want to fuck with me. Mm-hmm. I felt like those people were learning as well, so they yeah. weren't in a position to teach. So I just took it upon myself to grow, go through a very rigorous trial and error period where you had people. Like I feel like nowadays younger DJs got it made. Cause you can really just play a lot of hit records all night. Yeah, you find top forty all night. Back then, when you had competition of Drake. more than more than three DJs mm-hmm. around your you know yeah. demographic and yeah. everything, and you know those are your guys you got to worry about. You had people that would tweet, "Hey, this nigga suck." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You had fa- like yeah. people that would go no, to no, parties no, and like, call well, you out. Like I feel like Atlanta DJ scene isn't as like robust as it once was. Yeah. At one point in time, there was like so many different niggas like competing yeah. with. And like everybody wanted to play the same spots. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just like a <coughs> cutthroat. And like, I remember like every night you look at other DJs and be like, what's up, nigga? Like, yeah. Like, what's up? Nigga? I got, I got to kill you. Like, and like, yeah. you just, everyone, it's like a, it's like a playful, like a light competitive nature. But like back then it was kind of like, I'm like, trying to, I'm trying to like keep juice. Buff, nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah. Shit, that's like, like what it was. Cause people fail to realize, like I came up in a college, like, competitive DJ around we were just trying to pay our bills bro I am not lying so if I had to go and show out at this one gig or do what I gotta do you know bug these goddamn promoters to get yeah. this to get the gig I'm gonna do it you know what I'm saying but if no people were tweeting about you being trash you ain't getting no more bills you, you, now you gotta show out every you just time. said something that I want to touch on like bugging promoters like mm-hmm. a lot of up and coming DJs like yo how do I get booked and where do I get booked at like what would you recommend like the dude in this room right now, like, yo, I want to, like, yeah, just have to sit in at these parties uh, every every Thursday night. A lot like, of, yo, man, I can I play? Can I play? Yeah, can I play? Yeah. Like, what, 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 did you, I know you didn't have that route. You kind of just fell into shit, you know? Yeah. Saying, but like, <laughs> what, what, like, what do you think will work for some uh, people? I mean, as far as building relationships with promoters, it's just um, building a genuine relationship. Don't be that, that one guy that could get pregnant, you know? <laughs> From false friendship, you know what I'm saying? Just to get an opportunity. And I don't feel like, I feel like a lot of people feel like that's what it is. I have to be this guy's friend. I have to spend money around him and show them that I'm really, like, it's all about just building a genuine relationship with that person. Show up to their party and, you know, say, hey, yo, you know, what's up? But I feel like people see through that anyways. Like, like when I met Shakira, it was like, we weren't trying to flex and it was like, oh, she's a genuinely cool person. Mm. And like, you just built these relationships, same with Brittany and all that. Like, that's how we came to this podcast. Oh, I mean, we was like, it was, I hadn't met her, but you had already met her. Yeah, and it's just kind of crazy. It's like being natural, like talking to people, like, you know, like. Communication, guys. Exactly, like, 
you know, like just I don't know. I'm, I'm fucking some smack them high. We rambling. We all are. We I'm some more sitting here. My eyes is so tired. Yeah, right I was DJing passive blunt, so I was like, damn. Nah, like, it's cool. <laughs> this this uh, has been dope. Um, I was reading y'all. Uh, Lauren Hill got a tour. She I'm ain't happy gonna to go. Because I was talking. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. So okay. everybody that I've heard say that had that reaction. Reaction. Right. Like, chill, 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 so apparently, chill. like. Her last show, she played like LA or something like that. She was on time. She was there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, Good luck. One out of thirty. Thank I'm gonna say this. Lord. I guess she has a bad rap. Her rap in the streets. I'm gonna still go try and buy tickets because Lord knows. I actually go. have I'm never seen her, so I am yeah. definitely gonna buy one. And then you know, because she's still I'm a legend, and you have to give them their flowers. In while my opinion, here. she's like one of the great, like greatest, like. <laughs> I guess like urban rap R and B artist. I don't know what to put her in. Like she can sing, she can like rap, she like poetry. She can like, act. So act. she's like a thespian in a sense. So how do y'all feel about? I think the whole tour is predominantly. I mean, she's had a few other records, but it's predominantly the Miseducation. That's all I want. Tour. That's all I want. Maybe a couple Fuji tracks. Maybe some Ready or Not. <laughs> killing me softly. I want to hear some Fuji. And then that's it. I want to hear. And do Miseducation from top to bottom. <clears throat> and I'm Gucci. I just Unplugged. wish that you know. I wish she'd come back and like school people one more time, mm-hmm. another album, and then be like, you know what, fuck this. So I actually told people this. I don't know if y'all know. You know, people always say like, if you went on a stranded island for a year, what would your five albums be? Miseducation is one of those albums to me. Like, I think for it has sure. such a wide gamut of sounds. It's mm-hmm. like reggae, like soul, like some hip hop on there. Like, I can listen to an album for a year. And not get bored of that. That album. was a good question, you know? though. What would your five albums be? Oh lord, that's one of them. I can't. I can't really have any more. That's I, deep. I be, uh, but at least so your many. top album. At least and your I'll one probably, album. I have that. I probably have like two R and B, two rap, and like a uh, random like mm. like Hall and Oates album. I get like Hall and Oates album. Too. I like Hall and Oates. Hall Sarah Smiles is one like of my Hall favorite yeah. songs. My <laughs> Look at y'all. I'm here. Yo, that shit, I'm John here. Hall, they're old I'm to you. I'm going to hold you down right there. I'm here. John Hall, they're old to you. Some soulful white guys, yo. Straight up. Beyond, right? You got a top album? Uh-oh, uh-oh. We got some No, it's top five. Your <laughs> top five. Uh, that you, if you're trapped on a stranded island. Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. Me Against the World, Tupac. Mm-hmm. Great album. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Ocean, Channel Orange. Woo! Andre 3000, The Love Below, and Gucci Mane, State vs. Roger. Hey! That is so bomb. Okay. Those are my five. I like I that. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. <laughs> That's a good five? spread. Like, I, I, could, I could listen to yeah. all that. Damn. That Gucci album was hard too. Man. That album was hard. That, that album means a lot to me, bro. <laughs> that shit was hard. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. It's a very meaningful. That was um, my freshman year, bro. I, I can't think of my top five per se. My five, dead or alive, the best of Anita Baker, hmm. the miseducation of Lauren Hill. I'm gonna have to say, um, let me think. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Okay. Um. Damn. How many did I name? Four? It's all good. Oh, The Dream, Love versus Money. Oh, man. I think you might have got it. That's the one we'll put it down on it. uh, Yeah. Yo, that's my shit. Put it down. It's hard. Hard hard song. And it would have to be, I don't know, Mariah Carey's first Christmas album. Yeah, that was was really good. 
you know, now I'm, 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 we don't have guests in here normally, so I'm not gonna badger some many more questions. Name. I'm sorry. So you got into something. You said Tupac. Like, yeah, you're a pretty avid Tupac fan. Like, yeah, like. I'm a stand. I like to hear that because not yeah. a lot of people are like talking about Pac in 2018. I don't like it. Respect. He's not getting his respect, and I'm sorry. I'm putting him up there. Kendrick, Tupac. I don't know about <laughs> what. I don't know. No, I think this is a long debate. Like I think Kendrick's a better lyricist than Tupac was, but Tupac's message is just like it's like unparalleled. He yeah. like, from every album, like from back from like. Strictly for my niggas, me against the world, yeah. uh, all that. Tupac lives now. Then he went to the Thug Life shit, where my favorite album was All Eyes on Me because it was just like, to me that it, that is like if someone asked me what was West Coast rap, what is West Coast rap, I'll give him uh, that album. Oh, it's not E forty. Ooh, it's definitely E forty. West Coast rap. You better not leave him out. I was about to say E 40s been around. He's got like thirty albums or some shit like that. He's put out like thirty albums. Go, bro. Ghost rock. How do you feel about? It? No, we just went on a tangent. Y'all got any more questions? I'm. Just no, no, no. I mean, no, no. We was talking about it. You know, after you're a Tupac fan. Yeah, I, I love it. I uh, still listen to Pac. Man. Do you play Tupac in your like sets when you like club, clubs or anything like that? Uh, yeah. How does it does okay. it get like certain rooms? It gets gets a great response. response. It all depends on how you you know Set it up. step. Mm. There you go. New niggas ain't giving pockets just do. And I, I'm it's like, crazy. how, bro? How do you not? How, what is wrong with y'all? If Pac was around, a lot of niggas wouldn't be getting They wouldn't shit. exist. They turned him no. into a demon. Yeah, he probably would have been They painted him as a demon more so as what his message was for the people. I agree. They threw that whole thug life rapist thing out bigger than mm-hmm. and yeah. made people you know and they let Biggie ever. say that uh, I'm not even gonna quote the see line. I love Pac because like I went back and like I was I'm not gonna lie I grew up in New York so I didn't really listen to Pac and I went back and listened to it when I was like 18 and I was like okay this shit's hot to uh, really the one that stood out to me is Machiavelli and uh, the, the one mm-hmm. the one with two Snoop I can never think of the name the double disc album uh, All Eyes On Me All Eyes On Me with like two America's Most Wanted yeah all that shit, like so. I think Pac is a great album uh, artist, but I think he just doesn't get his just due. Yeah. Although I still think he will have the longest legacy out of any rapper. Definitely will, because yeah. like he has like foundations and like yeah. scholarships and shit like that. Like I always tell people, like Pop, what you at, at some point you reach a level of uh, artistry where you're not considered your genre. Mm-hmm. You think of like a pop singer, mm-hmm. uh, R&B singer. You think of uh, rapper you think of a country singer then out of all those you hit an upper echelon of a high level where you're just a plain artist michael jackson is considered an artist prince Mm -hmm. is an artist andre 3000 is an artist Mm -hmm. lauren hill is an artist she's not she's one of the best rapper female rappers and people don't give her credit for yeah yeah you know what i'm saying but i think she's like you said she's just an artist i can't even put them in a genre. Yeah. Just, so, thing. When people compare him to people like Biggie, I said Biggie's definitely the better rapper. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I'll even put it like this if people understand the Dragon Ball Z reference. Oh, we all get Dragon Ball Z Goku's, Goku's <laughs> a better it. fighter, mm-hmm. but Vegeta has way more heart. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I fuck with that. Yes, yes. So, I love Vegeta. Biggie was a way better rapper, but Tupac had feels with his music. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people the closest person we've had to pop since his death is J. Cole. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the feels you get from it. You yeah. can listen to a song all day and be like, oh yeah, that's, that nigga rapped better than him. But did you feel something from his shit? 
Think about cartoons and cereal. Gunplay had a hard uh-huh. verse. You felt that verse because you knew what that nigga was going through. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? I fuck with Gunplay so, so hard too. I, I feel yeah, like I even Gunplay don't even get his credit due. Wait Yo. a minute. I so, just want y'all to know I have a CD in my car right now of a mix that I made Yo. because I'm always making myself mixes. I listen to Bible on the and Dash at least yes. once a day. Listen. Yes. Once a day. Cartoons and Cereal and Bible on the Dash are both on two CDs that I have in my car because guess what? This nigga Gunplay, one, what? he's one of the most like charismatic, unique personalities mm-hmm. in hip-hop ever. He's, he's really hilarious. about that life. He don't he's care. He's about that life. <laughs> he's a wild boy. He's really accessible in these streets and he's yeah. just like he can rap. He can actually. He can really rap. The album he put on a Def Jam was good. Like, yeah. But I think people always looked at him like, "Oh, that's just Rick Ross's young boy. Like, that's exactly. his. That's his Memphis Bleak or some shit like yeah. that." Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the best reference. But he can really go. That's real. Let's. No, I'm glad you said that because I argue with people all Jay-Z the time. Jay Z got shook at him at one point. Yeah. When Math has some shit. When the dynasty drops. And you're in the car in 2018. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck it, I'm about to go back and listen to the Rock La Familia album. Like, okay. And Memphis Bleak dominates kind of everyone. Like, 1900 Hustler, he does. Like, 1900 Hustler. Like, you hit me the comeback. I didn't. Yeah, I'm I sorry. just saw that. I just realized. I, I did not pull you up. What, what, what would you choose? You me they got the Walker over there? Yeah, it's a lot. The Johnny Walker over there? I just okay. want to know that Memphis Bleak said he'll hit the Paul Bear lifting you. Yo. <laughs> With what? There's a lot of problematic rap lines from it's back then <laughs> that would not uh, fly now. Yeah, because everybody they just don't now. say killing words no more. They no, they say a lot of sus shit. Yeah. They say they gonna Peter roll you. <laughs> what? Hey man, that's a thug. That's it's a that's a thug. Two thousand and eighteen, and I it's shocking me. With these um, you know, with these uh, new artists. Uh, and I'm sure with wanting to work with you in like mixtapes and stuff like that, what do you look for? Mm, great question. I look for passion more than anything else. I don't know. Like whenever, I, like one of the things I ask every artist is how often do you record? Mm. A nigga can talk about something all day. You, we as black people hear people come up with great ideas, but they never execute. So I always look for the passion behind what they want to do. If you, Say, oh, I, I record whenever I can get into the studio. I'm not really interested in working with mm-hmm. you. I want you to say, I'm in the studio every day. I want to know that if you have a flat tire, you still going to get an Uber to get done. Yeah, You're yeah. not coming up with excuses for why you can't create your art. Mm-hmm. Just like how you going to expect me to make you such this big star. I want to know if you have the passion to execute and put out product, quality product. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way they really grab my interest from jump. You know, that right there was some powerful shit because, like, you can apply that to any field, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, whether you want to be a fucking stockbroker or a dancer, like, you know, hip-hop dance or whatever you want to do. Yeah. If, if you don't exude that passion, people ain't going to really fuck with you. Like, they, yeah, nigga, you ain't really about that life, though. Damn, that's a gem right there, right there. That's, yeah. that's a little gem right there. You got some more questions? Yeah, but no, I mean, that keeps you going, mm-hmm. you know? You think about it as a whole, because even with those like down moments, maybe you didn't make that money that you wanted to make, you know, or you missed that gig or whatever. Ooh, great question. So speaking of down moments, I know everybody just kind of had this moment where like, nigga, this shit ain't really popping. Like, should yeah. I just, should I just, nigga, yeah, have you ever had those moments or like? Definitely. What's right before, you feel those moments? Uh, this is one thing I always tell people, is that anything that's destined from you for you, 
mm-hmm. it's going to happen regardless of whatever happens. Mm-hmm. You can get into a car accident today, and the car be full. You probably going to be the only person that survived because your destiny hasn't been fulfilled yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I tell people when you go through them down moments, always realize, okay, I see your finish line. And I know what, I know what my vision is. I know what my, my last goal gonna be at the end of this. And I wanna execute it. And if you believe that it's destined for you and that it's gonna happen, <laughs> a down moment ain't gonna be nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I always tell people you have to realize it's a balance with everything. Everything ain't gonna be an up moment. And I feel like if you go through up moments and you're not going through mm-hmm. no L's, you ain't gonna know how to live through in there. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. it happens, it's gonna fuck you up. Like, let's say if my laptop would've never fucked up on me, I'd probably still be going around the world Fuck around to get on Coachella, my shit, but fuck up on me. Oh, mm-hmm. And yeah. I be fucked up because I never know. Mm-hmm. I never had that happen to me before. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now and I. And also, it makes you appreciate the highs when you're there. You be like, oh yeah, nigga, like I worked hard for this. Yeah, Start, like exactly. you know how I many times I did this to get there. Like mm-hmm. it makes it more that much more sweeter, you know. Yeah. And even being self-taught, you know how to you know troubleshoot. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got, got to. Like when you ain't got that money to fix your mm-hmm. own equipment, you know, go take your equipment to get fixed. You gotta mm-hmm. fix it on your own. Yeah. You look up YouTube videos on how Yo, to. I be trying to tell niggas. I hate when like people ask a question. I'm like, bro, like. YouTube yeah, University. I had to just like figure shit out, bro. Like yeah. scratches and shit, like figuring it out. Yeah. Fortunately, I had a homie came through like year later, a couple years later, and I figured some more shit out. But like, you kind of just have to like trial and error. And if people don't have that persistence, a lot of people get weeded out quickly. Yeah. And they be like, oh, this shit's harder than what it is. I, I'm not Tiesto or David Guetta. Yeah. So I feel like everybody wants to do that right now. Like yeah. you said, Coachella, everybody yeah. wants to make heart hands and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, that shit's <laughs> cool. But it's just like, dog, like, there's so much more to it, you know? Yeah. Um, I know you, uh, you're into EDM as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, would you, uh, Tomorrow World, I know you said it was yeah, like Tomorrow here. Tomorrow World was still around. I'd still, I'd love to do it. Uh, first off, Rest in peace, Avicii. Avicii yeah. Man, he's like one of the first DJs that I listened to when I was introduced to EDM. Mm-hmm. And uh he's one of the pioneers of that whole sound. I mean, realistically, like, he is like one of the creators of the term EDM. But like, Levels, yeah. when that came out like 2011, yeah. that hit, that blew, like, that was the biggest EDM song yeah. ever. Yeah. Like, it was, it rivaled like that, punk and shit like that. So yeah. like, I, I, I would love to play EDM too, like, but like, I feel like, there's not a lot of black DJs. Exactly. You got Carnage, How and that's it. Because yeah. like, Carnage... Afrojack, in a sense. Afrojack, he's Dutch. Yeah. So I think it's like... He's like... You So, like, yeah, I mean, like, I think that would be awesome, man. Like, yeah. I'd be interested to hear a black boy uh, EDM yeah. set. Yeah, man. I'm I'm, I'm going to get there one day. I don't, I don't know if I've been, like... I think I alienated myself from EDM because I was more into, like, Cascade. Mm-hmm. Afro, most of the older guys, mm-hmm. Afrojack... A tracks definitely the goat of them all. But Cascade is big too, man. Yeah. yeah, but you know, like I feel like now, like they don't really put the uh, creativity into mm-hmm. it, and I feel like as far as blending the DJ realm of it with the producer realm, of yeah. it, I feel like they're being loose. They're really producers. Still. Yes, yes. See, you like to I'm me, saying? I remember like going to see like uh, Zed's Dead and Flossy yeah. Thomas and all them, and like that's cool. But it's like you don't need two niggas to do a show. But then yeah. you see like A track or like Craze. Or some of these like, tra- like classically trained DJs playing yeah. EDM yeah. in like a way high technical realm, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh shit, this is tight. Yeah. That's what makes it, like something that I like that makes me want to DJ like that. Yeah. You know, like exactly. those guys are always the inspiration. Like it's cool to be like that money and and uh, like acclaim and Instagram fame, but like when you have like the skill and the respect of your peers, yeah. I feel like the respect of your peers is like, all right, nigga, like. 
that w- that's more than a lot of shit, you know. And I think it's also from, I mean, I'm not a DJ, mm-hmm. but evolving, you know, because then, you know, once you've made your career and your success as a DJ, you go on to what? Production, yeah. right? Yeah. Or, you know, you go into, you know, the industry side of things, like, like signing people. Or, or, or like, show planning, like, creating, like, Yeah, you know. Like, you know like, what are you, yeah, you're, you're getting in, into production. Yeah. yeah. Doing production pretty serious. I've been doing it. Production was the first thing that got me into music. Wow. Okay. Like, my doing my own music, like, okay. getting the equipment and stuff like that. But uh I've just decided to, you know, do something different. And uh, I don't want it to be, like, me catching on to the wave. I'm not going to be really going by the black boy name mm-hmm. with that. Uh People will find out in time. Okay. But uh it's definitely something that I want to uh show as another skill that I have as uh-huh. opposed to me taking advantage of the wave. I respect that. You're going to do, like, the Mac Miller, Larry Fisherman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's the bag. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's a, yo, that's amazing. Like, cause yeah. everybody can make the 140 beats, mm-hmm. 808s, yeah. hi-hats. It's easy. But it's like, yo, I want to make something a little more meaningful to me yeah. and my artistic problems. Yeah. You know, like, I see you looking at me, Brittany. What you got over there? You got the eyebrow. I'm just thinking, like, where is Chester French? Yo, so Chester French was, yo, I love those niggas. But I think they had an issue with their deal. They did put out a, an album after, uh, Love the Future. Mm-hmm. But it just never really, Star Trek, I think, eventually released them. Like, DA Wallach still does his thing. But um, I forgot the other guy. Max, Max, mm-hmm. I don't know what he does. I can't believe I remember that. But like, yo, Chester French was the shit in like 2012. Yes, something yes, like that. Yes. Good time for me. <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> well, that was, that was a good year. Random turn in the conversation. But I'll fuck with that. It's always random in here. I fuck with that. I cannot. I, cannot. Right, I got a random question. Yeah. So you said about you mentioned Dragon Ball Z earlier, right? What's your favorite soccer? Like you, Android guy? You like Cell? Oh, oh man. man! Look at Brittany. Look at I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say this. I'm not even gonna go too deep into it. All right. What would Dragon Ball Super be without Doctor Jerome? Yeah. And the Red Ribbon Army, which was the original villains of Goku. Remember? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That so, actually predates my knowledge. I don't you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because like, and uh-huh. at the beginning, uh, you know, Goku was a kid was yeah. doing the tournaments and then he ran into the Red Ribbon Army. Okay. And then, you know, it just built up from there. You know, the Red okay. Ribbon is the start of the androids. See, I caught on with like um, Raditz. No, I'm not Raditz, but like Nappa mm-hmm. and when Vegeta and Nappa first came. Yeah. And then Raditz came. Okay. And like the Ginyu flick. Basically on Cartoon Network. That's the beginning of the Z. Cartoon Network. Yeah. yeah. So I started, I started on Z, really. Yeah. And then I saw the whole Z. Yeah. And like I've been starting to watch GT more again, but like I, yeah. Z is really my shit. Yeah. Like, uh, as far as my favorite Z saga is definitely uh, the Boo saga. Boo. I feel like Boo don't get his respect as the Boo the strongest villain. A lot of people say yeah. Freezer and Cell, mm-hmm. but you gotta realize. Okay, I know these characters. I'm Boo was yeah. was really impossible to be killed. Yeah. Yeah. It took of uh of a Gito and it took uh a Gotenk or incredible Go-Tank. fucking spirit bomb to kill. See, I like Boo. I like Kid Boo. That was one of yeah. my favorite. Kid Boo is definitely strong. It's really funny that you guys are talking about this because lately, you know, I'm sitting there on Netflix okay. and scrolling through mm-hmm. Hulu and my baby's like pointing out cartoons and stuff she wants to watch. Okay. And she lands on these little like kind of Japanese cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like she that's likes, funny. She that's likes anime. them a lot. So I'm that's like, that's anime, right? Yeah. So now I'm like interested in watching anime because. There's so much of it. I mean, 
you get sucked in. You'll get sucked yeah. in. And because I know you're open-minded and I know you like watching stuff, you'll definitely get sucked in. I'll say one show that got me, what? Attack on Titans. Um, so I don't know as far as like the timeline and stuff like that, but you have these soldiers who they basically have these, they fly through the air, but they're defeating these gigantic <laughs> human bodies. But the thing is, as far as the imagery, they're naked yeah. and they have these plastered faces like as if there's still a skull. Yeah, anime was ahead of the game. I like the imagery. It's so graphic. Yeah, I remember seeing like Ghost in the Shell. I was up, just... Loop in the third. This is the thing. Okay, pause, because here we go. Hollywood whitewashing oh. shit. I was so pissed when I really found out, like, that was an anime. And I think it, the movie was interesting, but I can't stand that they got Scarlett Johansson to play an Asian girl. I mean, don't get me, don't get me they started. Hit it, they hit it with the short circuit. Don't like, get me started because years, like, even, yeah. like, you think about, like, Ten Commandments and Prince, you know, God oh, of Egypt. I'm just saying, we, we've been talking about it every episode, but like, just, it is what it is. Taylor Swift destroyed I, September. Did I you try, hear it? I tried, and I, then, I tried to listen for it. I it was, find it. it was sad. It. Exactly. Exactly. I kind of want to hear it just to laugh at it. I'm going to find it. I also want I'm you find guys it. to, it, I mean, was the Boondocks considered anime? I mean, it was but that was amazing. Anime, that was uh, animation. Yeah, it's animated, but like, yeah. I think anime is more like everything. He's a comp- Japanese dubbed. Yeah. yeah. And like, have like, a lot of people look at read it with the subtitles because the English dubs suck. Yeah. You yeah. know? They always have the high pitch. Like, I, I love that. Yeah. I love that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Brittany, if you're really interested in it, seriously. Like, no, app, seriously. Just somebody teaches like teach anime, anime central. I got a homie that just watches Crunchyroll all day. Okay. Oh, I know about it was in then Kiss Anime. Is that another one? Kissing mm-hmm. me, kissing me, kiss. Kiss Anime. Yeah. Are you? It's one of those illegal sites. We do not look at the, the kickback. We do <laughs> not uh, get what you get. Do how you do it. No, but I really, I really want to get into it because you know my baby's growing up in this world and she's starting to like things for herself and That's she tight. always lands on these little. <laughs> you know, that's anime dope. cartoons. So. That's tight that you're being so open like that, like letting her kind hey, of. Hey, if she's gonna like, be an anime kid, if she's gonna is that be, it? that's it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm even gonna like hold it up to the mic because I want y'all to like, like, hear this. All right, I've heard enough. I've heard enough. I've heard. You don't gotta. She's doing an acoustic cover of September. It's trash. She's that really love. happened. Maurice White is rolling and is great. Yo, she did the fucking Nikki. Uh, <laughs> To September, yeah. yo, come on, dog. Like, who bought that? Who's like, whose man is this? Who signed off on that? <laughs> who signed off on that? I like Taylor Swift's <laughs> cover. I'm, you liked it? Oh, no. The only reason I didn't like it is because this bitch, like, <laughs> is she really gonna do this shit? But she sounded good. I'm sorry, Taylor she, can actually nice, sing. She does not support do us. No, she don't funny. care about. I us. don't like her. Uh, no, think about this. Think about I feel like, like Taylor Swift, Jennifer Lawrence, they're all in this one ball. Of oh gosh, her. Think of all so. like the Caucasian people on YouTube who are just doing acoustic covers of rap songs. And right. it's like, bro, stir fry. Like, nigga, like, I've heard several dog, like, Cooking like a stir fry. It's like, come on. It's no different than what they used to do to Motown. Oh, hello. You know what I'm saying? Y'all seen the five heartbeats. 
exactly. Over and over on BT. Yeah, I've seen everything. They I can't nah. endorse it, bro. I can't hey, but it you know what? It's okay. I, I celebrate black culture. I love what we're doing. You know, yeah. even the, the two gentlemen that did the Starbucks incident, how they handled that. I'm, I'm for it. Oh, so I think we all watch Jesus and Meryl. Yeah. Did y'all see that clip of the nigga was like, y'all can't Oh, my reparations? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to every Starbucks. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been, wa- I've been petty. I've been walking by Starbucks. Like, why are you going there? Yeah. But they're gonna shut down their stores like for like a day of like uh oh that's training such a for different. like you know behavior and kind of look y'all good luck can't be doing that yeah, shit niggas gotta though. chill out bro fuck I just feel like Starbucks makes enough money if they really gave a damn it would be longer than a damn day give they put that shit in a training that should be in everybody it's a day of training that they gonna get paid for training to be told let them use the bathroom but think about it like. That's everybody goes to Starbucks. Everybody sits at Starbucks. You don't buy no damn coffee. Hell no! I've oh. used their free Wi-Fi numerous. What's up? <laughs> I, I I purchased some things off of OfferUp. I that met up. What's so up? Means. I just feel like now hey. on the topic of being black and black culture. <laughs> yeah, this is a great segue, right? Because, yes. You know, Mr. Black Boy is very Af- you know he's very proud. You're pro black. Would yeah. you say? Yeah. I would say so. The name Black Boy. How did you come up with the name Black Boy? Ah, uh, I like that. High five. It was a very simple name, uh, Black Boy, of course, but I wanted it to be so significant that if when people see me around the world, they know it's a black guy doing it. It's not just your easily whitewashed industry. Mm -hmm. You can't change. You can't take Black Boy off of the bill. That's my name. And it's like Black Boy. Yeah, you know (laughs) what I'm saying? How did you handle that even with like Europeans, you know, addressing you? It's a lot of white people. Black boy. Yeah. It's crazy. I couldn't imagine that. Like, how is some of those experiences, you know? My thing is like when people, when it's white people that are uncomfortable with saying it, I know that there's something in you that yeah. you're ashamed uh-huh. or something towards black people. But the people, like you said, those European kids that came to me was like, hey, yo, I want your autograph. I want to talk I to you. I saw that. I saw you know that. That's dope. That's, that was crazy. And they called me black boy i'm like you you're you're really yeah. on my shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i respect that you know what i'm saying that's so crazy man. that's all i want people to know is like okay you don't you don't have to whitewash nothing or mm-hmm. be ashamed or change anything about yourself to get where you want to go and to bring it back full circle i feel like that moments like that makes it all worth it when you have like yeah. those down moments like yeah damn, this shit is where it's at like yeah it what keeps you going like you know like, i got these people is. really following me and my movement, yeah. Like for whatever reason, these kids are looking up to me. So yeah. I guess like I got it's like my duty, yeah, my civic duty, really to kind of yeah be a role model for these yeah these people out here. Because everybody needs somebody to look up to. Yeah, exactly. I need somebody to look up to. Mm-hmm. Still in my because you never damn know. Yeah. I think everybody needs someone to look up to, man. Like, yeah. I feel like that's the problem with this generation. No one really has like older direction. Yeah. You're like, nah, you fucking up, bro. They'll be like, that ain't cool. And not only that, like, communication. Like, you know, talk to people. Reach out. You don't know what they're going through. You know? Oh, yeah. um, I just even like, read the guy, Mini-Me. He passed yo, from suicide, right, depression. Yeah, shout out to Brittany, Troyer. though. Troyer. Brittany's, yo, your Instagram is, like, the most, like, it keeps you up to date. With <laughs> no, she does. Right, She's, right. I love it. I so, so love it. On my story? 
stories. Yeah, your stories. You watched them. Yeah, yeah. Your music, <laughs> like you put me on the music that yeah. I forgot about. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right, girl. I see when you be in your bag, like, oh, she's in her R&B <laughs> bag. I see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel you. I feel you out there. Yeah, so I got that information from it's you. It's like my little newspaper. That was crazy, man. Like, um, was and there, today, uh, today was Earth Day, and nobody said anything. Man. Oh, happy yeah, Earth Day! What the hell? And that's no, bad. Yeah, we all need to recycle. Read more. You know? We recycle. Crazy. The beer reef is gone. That we're, I think we live in a generation where we're like, our kids just have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And, that's bad. Yes, yeah. and that's ridiculous yeah. because we're the ones who's supposed to be leading them. We the have thing, to yeah. create a good world and, and make a good, fruitful earth because mm-hmm. we want our kids to survive. It's like, guys. Think about, like, the thing about you should you your parents teach you growing up and you got older realize like oh that probably wasn't the best method to do that like mm-hmm. now you got to teach your kids the right yeah. shit you can't tell them the wrong shit like nah, you're right like i want you is important because i mean this is where we live it, yes. people need to all recycle like it it does seem corny but at the end of the day like i ain't going to go there with it but global warming is an issue that people need 100%. to recognize when we was in europe i realized like how alternative means of energy really make yeah. a big difference like there's not a lot of uh cars that run on fuel the most electric and hybrids and uh even so much is down to the health policy health policies and uh you know mm-hmm. health towards the public mm-hmm. it's very important america is like, the worst towards. country actually Europe's- when it comes to that mm-hmm. like it's like Americans really want Americans to die. The like government very, really wants like, us to die. Think when it comes to that, like I know you've been in Europe recently, yeah, and it seems like you're like you're different than like a lot of people. Like you actually want to go out and learn the culture yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. What's some of the favorite like places that you personally been like this is awesome? Uh, man, when we was in Glasgow, I think that's Poland, right? Nah, definitely. Nah, it's or not Scotland, Poland. Scotland, Scotland, Scotland yeah. Glasgow, Scotland, those were the nicest white people I've met in my life. <laughs> and also in Zurich, Switzerland. Uh It's just like, oh, yeah, definitely in Germany. There's a lot of places Dude, you Ger- see. Ain't it crazy how, like, they don't have the same history of, like, slavery? Yeah, they, they don't. So they just like, yo, what's up, bro? Yeah, and you're exactly. Like, and they just very much like, what's up? The only, thing they, only thing they know is, like, military yeah, that comes. They through, know, like, yo, you know your country fucked our country. Yeah, up. but they don't really. They don't know about like niggas sicking dogs on us and shit like that. They, exactly. Like, they, like, they don't oh, yeah, know. Like, what's up, bro? like the Germany in particular. I remember when I went there, I was like, this is the nicest country on earth. It was yeah. clean. Everyone's nice. Niggas That's crazy. Small, can speak English. Yeah. Everybody can speak English. Like in some countries, niggas don't speak English like at mm-hmm. all. Like I remember when we went to Russia, nobody spoke English. Yeah. Like Germany, everyone speaks English. What's your favorite meal you had in Europe? I was say, how was the food? Man, the food wasn't my, my favorite. <laughs> but, um, when we were in Tell Italy, Italy had the best Italian food, of course. <laughs> I, mean, of course. I, got, I, I got a funny question for you because you smoke weed and everyone smokes yeah. weed. Like, we're 420 friendly. So we went to Amsterdam. How, isn't it crazy how the food is trash in Amsterdam? Like, yeah. It is terrible. Oh, like, for you to be It's like the weed yeah. possible spot, but it's just all but the trash food. It's like, yeah, the food is bad, but... Uh, I will say the greenhouse place that we did go yeah. to that served the uh, the breakfast with your weed. Oh, they had a weed oh that's breakfast. amazing. Menu, it was definitely that's crazy. The best place. They that. had some great breakfast and some great dessert. Damn, 
Shout out to Amsterdam. Shout out to Greenhouse. I think that's from our job. I just need to go travel. Definitely got we gotta take some trips. I gotta yeah. take some more trips. Oh, we gonna, we gonna, like you were saying earlier, we gonna lock down some LA experience. stuff. Yeah. Cause like we gotta, we gonna make it bi-coastal. We gonna do some. Um, oh yeah, LA no, stuff. the LA thing, that's, that's yeah. locked. Cause we there's gotta a lot of people from Atlanta that's migrated to LA and kinda got their things stirring yeah. and going over there. Like, it was so many people. people there that I met that were not from LA. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. of course because it was like, you know, 420 weekend, but. Yeah. They show you and so Coachella much love. Weekend. And Coachella. Coachella. Yeah, because everybody can go everyone out to chills the desert. In LA. Everyone chills in L.A. during the weekend. If you can go to the desert, you can get that plug. If yeah. you can fuck, it, fuck the right nigga, get that plug. <laughs> That's how it is. Real to talk. take that picture in front of the Ferris wheel. And when you get that picture in front of the Ferris wheel, you yeah. there. Wait a minute. Yeah, I so earlier, yeah, I'm sitting the on the couch talking to my sister, and we're talking about Coachella. I'm looking at Coachella now like... Y'all really went and nigged it up. Even though this is, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing that us black people are finding out about new shit, but no, what? Like, don't do it for the hype because I feel like this, they're doing it for the hype. And it's like, you know, it's for the hype because you wouldn't have known about this shit until like a few years ago. You saw your favorite Instagram. Exactly. um, Like, come on. um, Festival lineups in the U.S. than Coachella. Uh, Coachella is not normally the best lineup to me. So that's uh, right, but you gotta know. think about everybody that's there. So then you gotta yeah. think about the people that's attracting. Like, like, I don't really care. I've seen I'll more see pictures from like, area. cause remember, like you said, when you went to, um, in Miami. Mm-hmm. You, you oh, said you, you saw all the, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Oh, that pissed me off too. Oh, they know nothing. God. Why are no, no. you there? So when I was in Arbazo really? this last year, I saw, I saw through it all, dude. I'm sure you see it all too. All your favorite Instagram hoes at all the parties trying to, outside trying to call someone to get in. You went they this don't year. Have the you went this year. They're just sitting there like, oh, calling people. Everyone's outside texting whomever to try to get in just to get the photo to say I was here. Yeah. They're not really dancing, having fun. they kind of just talking, politicking with people. And it's kind of like for you to bring people to the party, you kind of bring down the party. You're not adding to the life of the party. And it's just crazy to see, like, your favorite Instagram post, I'm telling you. <laughs> Favorite ones and they're just they whack they're whacking person dog I'm telling you I just feel like I come from that era of partying in a bar and then you know it's Mm -hmm. it's a bar and they're predominantly playing whatever kind of music but they got the hip hop shit some good black DJ came in and turned the shit up like I'm from the era of sweating my fucking hair out partying and (laughs) dancing and drinking fucking PBR and I just feel like it's the culture of that is just dwindling. No, I, I feel like it is. It's still. A, a, that's I'm sure, big everywhere, but, but I'm it's saying not like it's now. not popular anymore. Uh, you know? Yeah, I feel like everybody wants to be a socialite. Everybody think that's a quick way to get rich or some shit like that. And I don't, I'm I don't sick know. of it. I'm sick of and, it all. Uh, yeah, man, I feel like Seinfeld. I feel like <laughs> Frasier's dead. <laughs> that's how I feel like. Sick of it. Sick of it. Hey, I'm not mad at that, man. Um, y'all got any last minutes? You got about five more minutes. In this no, it's funny. And I thought it was a good like ending because you said that about women going to parties. The Atlanta episode, the last week when. Oh, with Drake. Drake. Yes. And the house party. That shit was. The most, I, Women do indeed go to house parties yo. that they think that their favorite celebrity is there to take pictures. But what was funny was it was the cutout of Drake. But the thing about it is that shit is so real and like yes. But you know, what you like you said, like a lot of girls would settle just for the cutout in that situation. 
just to be like, all right, well, I, fuck it. I mean, I, I'm in a nice party anyway. I'm drinking for free. The barber. Oh, I'm, I'm Drake's barber. I oh, have one okay, issue with that show. What's up? Because don't put the angry, dark-skinned black girl. Again, the dark-skinned oh, girl yeah, is portrayed yeah. as being the fucking that angry black girl. And she's sitting there talking to this white girl like, oh, why you even here? And talking about how she's dating black mm-hmm, men. And mm-hmm. then the the white girl leaves with the black man. He still chose the white yeah. girl over. That was funny. And, and it's like Childish Gambino <laughs> like... My nigga, she you don't like, you don't date black girls. So at the end of the day, this is this oh, is to me is coming off as right. these are your real views. Da, da, like da, da, da. this is what you this is what you really think of us. Thank you, but no thanks. I feel like dark skinned people as a whole need to be like we have to stop demonizing dark skinned black yeah. people. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yo, like it's more yo, it's crazy when you go around the world. There's a lot of a lot more dark skinned people in the world than yeah. people that you think. Yeah. All these countries are predominantly dark skinned. I don't know. I just you go, <sighs> you go to Latin America, like half of the country. I'm just tired of the angry like, dark people, girl. You know, like, I, I, and I hate that because like you know like black people, everyone is beautiful, man. Like I hate that the whole division of like prejudice of like shades mm-hmm. and shit exists because it's stupid. It's just kind of like the problem of society today. Yeah, I don't like it right either. But then <laughs> I'm on my other soapbox because some, you know, girls are on Twitter tweeting and I love to be on Twitter. And some article comes out about, oh no, an old tweet leaked about Kevin Hart saying that yeah, <laughs> light skinned girls have better, had better credit, have always had better credit than, um, black I mean, girls. I mean, uh, than dark girls. And then he said, Fuck y'all broke dark holes or something. Fuck y'all broke yeah, black Kevin holes. Said this? Yes, on his, it was a tweet that he tweeted in 2010 and he said oh, that. Back, but that's back but at least, was a wild but day. this is my actually, this is my actual issue with that is because black women was pissed about, dark women were pissed about that shit and as a dark woman, I was pissed about it and then not really, I mean, I don't really care but at the end of the day it's just like, Somebody tweeted and were saying, why does, why does colorism get shot down? Like a black girl starts talking about the colorism against her and it's like oh, everybody yeah. shoots her down and say, yeah. we tired of hearing that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's an age old story. I mean, it's been happening forever for like Celia Cruz. Like she was the greatest salsa singer, but she was like, Eartha Kitt said like, the same thing about her. People, yeah, there's a lot of people like that. It's just like, I, I don't know. Society's like, fucked up. I mean, I love everybody. Society's fucked up. Women rule the world. Fucked up for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm keeping real. White people are fucked up for that. But you know, it's all good. You know, I'm gonna go out here and say it. But you know, we love everybody. The black boy said it ain't only the white people. He's right. You're right. No, you're right. Everybody's prejudiced, my G. Yeah. Even within the races. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Don't like that, Brittany. Everybody's like. Oh, <laughs> This nigga, this dusty ass nigga, come over here. Let me oh. grab my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, not you be like dusty. that. You be no, you over when you over off of a university at 2 a.m. No. He pulls up. You ah. lock my doors. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk. I'm just saying that. You know, I just want us to love ourselves and love each other. I'm yeah. working on that. That's what it is. Positivity. I think we're gonna end the note on positivity and love. Absolutely. Yeah. And Shout out to Black Boy for coming out. Yay! Yeah. Man, that was a great conversation. It was real enlightening. We learned a lot about you and like your craft. You know, we'd love to have you back. When like yeah. I know y'all have a lot going on. 
Um, yeah, we got to book you. Uh, yeah, we got to book you. you know what I'm <laughs> y'all guys got any um last closing statements y'all want to say? You know what? This was very inspirational. And, yeah, I'm a little lit, but I'm going to say it. You know, three years ago, Offset was released from prison today. Really? Was it three days? Three, three years, ago? years ago. Wow. Tell so you can. He went heat shit. <laughs> exactly. Make it happen. Offset. Yeah. Do what you I gotta do. I thought Offset was gonna be the guy that never made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, he did. Yeah. I thought the I thought he was over. Because back then he was like he couldn't get out of yeah. trouble, bro. And it was just like, dog. I was like, they gonna take off they without him? him. I, yes. I thought they gonna leave him because it's like this nigga really can't stay out but of trouble. But they didn't. You know Shout crazy. out to the Anything motherfucking Eagles with Offset. Really? Offset went to my church. I think oh, they from Athens, yeah. right? No. I think Offset is um. I think Offset's like. My personal favorite Migo. Like, I think Quavo gets a lot of the time. Takeoff is my favorite. Also has, like, Y'all sleep he on adds take a, off. Lot of, to, to a lot to the, to the Migos. And, like, that's uh, a whole other conversation. Quavo definitely has that charisma because mm-hmm. even back in middle school, he went to my middle school. Mm-hmm. And just seeing how people gravitated towards him, I mean, even back then, you could just tell there was something about him that people liked. Mm-hmm. Even if he was just a popular kid. He was charismatic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he knew how to talk. So, yeah, sure, yeah. So. I mean, he has, like, that aura about the way he carries himself. He's like, I've Folks got to start sleeping on Athens, man. Yeah, so, he can do Athens, everything. Yo, For real. And then, quick, real quick, Athens has a lot of people for, like, R.E.M. That's a big yeah, alternative. Yeah, yeah. stop sleeping. And there's a bunch of other rock groups that came out of Athens that I can't think of yeah. right now. And it's with rap, too. Like, Athens is, with it being hey, such a small Hey, come out of Athens? Are they franchise Zach in Athens? Zach Cain's is headquartered oh. in, in Athens. And like it was started in state. Oh, Raising Cane's. That's what you talking about? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I always, I always, always think of Raising Cane's. <laughs> I think of that Raising Cane's on that main street all the time yeah. coming by Choo Choo's and shit like that. Yeah. That shit look good. Yeah, over by, the, over by 10 City and shit like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Man, I got to start sleeping on Athens. Athens is tight, man. Shout out to Five Points. Athens I spent a lot of time in Athens a lot. I spent a lot of time in Athens in my day. I love Athens. Um, but, uh, hey, y'all, you know, thank y'all for kicking it with us. Uh, tune in, Holly Neek Radio. Uh, we, this will be up. We'll give it by Tuesday. We have other lives, so we try to, you know, be consistent. But we thank y'all for tuning nah, in. No, it's going to be up tomorrow. I'm off All right, thank tomorrow. you. Push. Fuck that. Push. I'm, uh, I'm off tomorrow, people. too. I'm so, off We're going to make it work. Boo, you guys. We're going to make it Hey, straight. you know, I, I love you, though. But, uh, oh, follow us. Hey, what's your, what's your handle? Give yeah. handles. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, DJBlackBoy.net. You'll see everything you need to see. And it's DJ. like a disambiguation. It's B-L-A-K. Yeah, B-L-A-K-B-O-Y. DJBLAKBOY.net. Okay. Don't hit them up unless you got money. Yeah. And another thing, don't be funny with the money. Don't be funny with the money. Don't waste my time, man. We all got time. Absolutely. Uh, Danny Vita, D-A-N-I underscore V-I-T-A underscore. Hit me up. You got DJ Sip, DJ S-I-P, you know, I'll let your boy. Yeah. Fuck with me. And I'm still in between Instagram now. I like it. I like it. I like it. The X-O-B-L-W. X-O period B-L-W. I like that. I like that. It's like it's so suave. boring. You know, it's avant-garde, you know? It doesn't say enough for me. I'm over it. Oh, me up, guys. <laughs> and, of course, shot underscore by underscore block underscore. Yo, Since he back, you know what I'm saying? Yo, you block would roll up, too. Whore. 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 Yeah, whore. <laughs> hey, man, I, I cannot wait. Next week, I can't wait to hear some stories from you, man. Like, I'm sure. Youngster's a wild nigga. So I'm sure there's some wild shit going on with him, man. But, uh, yeah, that was it for the night. This is the Kickback Podcast. Hey, else to say? good night. Hey. Be black. It's okay. Good night, guys. Enjoy it. Hey.